What's up, everybody? Yusuf Ali here. Thanks for listening to the Meldrick Moments Extended Edition podcast right here on Anchor. And if you want to start your own podcast on Anchor, it's absolutely easy and absolutely free. Let me tell you again, absolutely free. And it's so easy, you don't even need a microphone. I mean, it helps if you have a microphone, but you don't need a microphone because they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You don't need a booth. You don't need a studio. All you need is somewhere to sit down and be quiet and start talking. It's great. I recommend it to anybody, first-time users, professional, experienced podcasters, and anybody in between. It's absolutely the best. They have background music intro music, sound effects, kids crying, dogs barking, whatever you need, right there, anchor, use it right now, tell them I sent you, Yusuf Ali. Why don't folks name that boy that African name? No one ain't from Cleveland. Can y'all hear me? What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition podcast. This is episode number 71. Still your host, Yusuf Ali, coming at you live, kind of live. It, well, it's Monday, kind barely. It's 11.25 on a Monday night in TV Table Studios, beautiful Eagle Rock, California. Another Pillowcase production. Um... I got a lot of news, um, you know, to, to tell y'all to share, but not a lot of, my, my, my week wasn't as interesting as it, as I would like, or as it could have been, but whatever, a lot of other shit to talk about, so, you know, and I still haven't found out what a do means, but without any more of it, let's just get around into this shit. Yeah, and they made a movie and all this shit. Right. You know you're going on here for TV, right? 
from all points. Yes, you are in Pasco, let me just say to you. Yeah. And you're from all points. From all points. Oh, okay, okay. And what's your name? Oh, uh, I'm Yoda. My name is Yoda. Yoda and Yeah, yeah. yeah from What you better do with them squids I just gave you? You smoke your blunt? I'm going to roll some weed at the apartments where, uh, uh, I'm for old Smokey where I'm going to. Okay, then. We are back in this bitch. Um, like I say, it was a pretty low key week. Um, I don't know, I didn't. It was hot as shit. Didn't go a whole lot of places. And um, that was it. Like, we, this was one of the slower weeks. Of a of a year, like as far as what nothing, we had no shows to go to. She didn't have a show. I didn't have, like what the fuck. We just chill the fuck in, chilling. Um, my highlight of the day was seeing a Browns fan at the grocery store. Well, I don't know if he was a Browns fan, but. He knew I was. Because he's like, he's from Cleveland, right? So this is a guy that just, you know, plus the constant Cleveland hats. Someone got to give it away. People are just wearing Browns hats in Holland Park for no reason. Even though I keep seeing Indian hats, I have to ask somebody why they keep wearing these fucking Indian man. Anyway, that was pretty cool. Run to a he said, man, what happened, man? I said, man, I don't know, man. I don't know. We wasn't supposed to be three and three though, but that's another topic for another time, man. But as a matter of fact, we have Dog Check Podcast now up. The first two episodes are now up with Jake Solomon and myself. And get all the brown talk then. But I just wanted to say I was really happy to, for somebody to ask me about the browns. That was some bullshit. Um, mentioned, I, I forgot to mention this last week, but somebody stole a motherfucker. Somebody stole my motherfucking spoon from work. Now I gotta take another one. Which ain't the worst thing. I was just used to having a certain spoon. That was my spoon. I got used to that spoon. I got used to how that spoon feel in my in between my jaw. Like it's a certain way the spoon feel when you put it in your mouth and uh, you get used to the spoon that you use all the time. Like the inner the inner mouth, you know, has a relationship with that spoon. I gotta find a new spoon to get my mouth used to. Cause motherfuckers stealing spoons. Also, for the I think the third time, something I did led, got turned into a meeting and a rule. So I'm 
take Henry's suggestion next time. I'm just gonna say just name it after me, man. Just call it the usual rule number four next time because I, I know it's the third one. Got the uh, phone rule was for me. The um, back the phone was for me. Okay, so maybe just two that I can point out, and now the another phone rule so yeah I'm, I'm setting all the i'm setting all the phone rule phone rule standards at work now you can't talk on the phone to, they want you to be sure if you're talking on the phone if you must take a phone call during work to step out but don't talk during, during work you know even though i assess what jobs i'm doing if I'm gonna talk, like a lot of times when I come back from work, talking on break, talking to Henry, and I'll be like, "All right, man, we back up in this bitch." I call you back, but if we not doing shit that day, but putting stickers on shit, not necessarily weighing up nothing, nothing where I have to be acute. Yeah. I might talk on the phone for 15 more minutes. And, you know, turn to a meeting. So, use of rule number two. Oh, whatever. Um, speaking of the phones and shit, these horse apps, horse face shit that y'all doing to the y'all kids, man, they don't know that that shit is. Y'all doing it to babies. Now, now if y'all was doing this shit to four-year-olds, maybe a, maybe a three-year-old even. No, okay, no, fuck it. I'm just going to say a four-year-old. They might be smart enough to know that it's not a... That, that's, that your face don't turn into a horse. Or that it's not a horse in the phone about to come out the phone screen. So whatever the... I can imagine what the fuck a baby is thinking when y'all do this shit. But... They not thinking about that, you know. At, you know, they just—I I just imagine the four, five, six, seven-year-olds—they just laugh like that's hilarious. Little mommy face if she looked like a horse. Y'all fucking these kids up. They ain't gonna want to get on no merry-go-rounds, wearing no polo shirts, nothing, because y'all. Thanks a lot, mom. No, I'm scared to fuck the horses. God damn it. They um, had the verses this week for um, Big Daddy Kane and Kara's one. I tell you, it exceeded probably a lot of people's expectations. Because I, I just figured Kara's one got way more songs that people want to hear. That people are familiar with, and it's just gonna be a walk. But it wasn't. I mean, simply because of the songs Big Daddy Kane did. Now, granted, if we have to pick a winner, a lot of people will go with Karras One, and rightfully so, because of that reason, he picked more recognizable songs. But performance wise, Big Daddy Kane was right. I mean, it was. He, he didn't miss a step. He freestyled over a trap beat. He brought out people. 
it was, it was fucking good. As a Big Daddy King, as the the five or six songs that I really like from Big Daddy King, four or five, however many songs it is, maybe five or six, and eight or nine, maybe even ten or eleven that I like from KRS One. That shit was good. So, hey, shout to Versus. I don't know what the next one is, but that one was good. That one was good. It was it was one point though. They brought out some dancing motherfuckers, and this was the comedy of the night. And I get the old rappers, cause you just a rapper. For the most part, your voice sound the same. You remember your raps, and that's what we want to see. These motherfuckers brought out some dancers. Now, I expected a school been a scrap. Hell, I even expected a D-Nice. He don't dance, but he, you know, he got some moves. He had some moves on my name as D-Nice. But these motherfuckers they brought out, particularly the one is this light skin dude, he didn't have no more moves. He might have had some moves in the late 70s early 80s but in 2021 he like he was having a seizure or or fucking trying to get a fucking spider off his jacket or some shit he was he wasn't breaking he wasn't popped or locking he might have been popping but that shit wasn't locking that lock was broke that shit was loose that shit was that door was wide open that he was locking up window, padlock, whatever the fuck, that shit did not work, burglarized the fuck out of this, this shit is not locked, he might have popped something, like I say, but he did not lock shit, that was great, then, to contrast that, they had some younger motherfuckers come out, and this motherfucker was bouncing on his shoulder. They had the one hand motherfuckers and spinning on one hand and all this one hand strength shit. And then this motherfucker threw his hand, landed on his shoulder, and bounced back up with his hand and landed on his hand and then did the shit again. So, had that last game motherfucker did that, that would have been the end of that versus. Because he ain't getting back up. That would have been a tragic end to the verses. He knew his limits. Bounce on my shoulder. Wish he might. He ain't even going to get down on his knees too much. I'm just going to do all this stand up shit. This, all this shit right here. This bebop shit. This rerun shit. Man. Whatever the fuck. But you know whatever. It was cool. And now some news.
right until you go up here and do one of these problems. Fuck, I'm talking to these jocks, so I come lock them up with glasses off your face. And that's on my dick on my head. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you earlier today? I said, Markel, I said I do not, I said I do not talk to you that way, and I would appreciate it if you did not talk Shut to me. Shut the fuck up talking to me! I do not curse at you. Have I ever cursed? Before we get into the news, I just want to remind everybody that this segment of the podcast, this portion, this moment of the podcast is brought to you by the Preserve Pot Academy, where we encourage everybody to get the most out of that bag, all that shit, put that weed, don't you, don't you dare throw that roach away, you better open, take your motherfucking pincher fingers, your thumb and your first your forefinger and you pinch that motherfucker and you and you you might even split it all the way open if the bud don't come out and you just you know scrape that little bit of weed out of there if it's one bud take that one bud out of there and you know put that shit in the next blunt or in the bowl or some shit like that all i know is waste not want not but uh, but that's it i got some Nice size roaches right here. We're going to be smoking up for the duration of this news uh, segment. So, uh, we almost get with me. Um, that's a lot of news, man. So, I don't even know where to start. Uh, you know, I've been reporting how these dudes, I guess girls, how these people been going up in the mall and Growing up in clothing stores, mostly clothing stores, except for that one time they was in it looked like a CVS getting perfume. I guess you can go anywhere you want and just take shit. Well, it's not a rumor, um, because the motherfucker damn sure went up in the Rite Aid or Walgreens. It was a pharmacy, and he was back there getting all the syrup. I don't know what. What particular rapper inspired him? I don't know. It's a lot of syrup rappers now. So it used to be like if this was '94, you'd be like, "Oh, DJ Screw fan." But now, ain't no telling who he listening to now that make him want to just between whatever he listening to and these world star videos, he just figured, "The fuck, I don't need a prescription. Just like I don't need money. I'm in here. They let me in here, so." Whatever I take out of here is basically just what it's mine. I'm free to take whatever I want. And now's the mentality he had. And he got a handful of motherfuckers. And he coming out. And this one dude be like, he be like, get the fuck out of the way. And dude be like, go ahead, bro. I'm not I'm not trying to block you. Like, Damn sure I ain't. Because, number one, I don't even work here. And if I did, that shit ain't coming out of my check, but that ass whooping is coming out of my ass. So, nah, you go ahead with that. So, um, again, almost I'm not encouraging this behavior. I'm just telling y'all what's happening. If you need a shirt, if you need a bottle of lotion, because you know that good lotion, that Aveeno and all that type of shit, that shit costs a lot of money. So, just, just take it. What the fuck?
it, I guess they recognize people who ain't working. Unemployment stopped. So, hey, man. Whatever you want. I guess that's why they probably only put one shoe at a time out at the shoe store. Because that's the last safe haven. That's the last thing people got to actually pay for. Or, or then again, do it. I guess you, you could risk some physical harm by going in the back of a footlocker and carefully selecting your side. But then again, then again, the way they got that shit coded, you don't know. You're going to get beat up. But other than that, you can pretty much take anything you want. I see. It's, I guess the point I'm trying to make. Moving right on. Um, over here, they just got... Well, not just... They've been, they've been recreational weed and legal in a lot of places for at least about a year. Catchy is it's over here. So, this motherfucker was over in one of the Muslim-ass, super-Muslim countries, and he had four vape cartridges. He didn't even have, like, flour. He had cartridges. Four of them. 25 years. They don't want to hear shit. No bail. No no motherfucking parole. No you know like how they be like 10 to 25 or some shit like that. No, just 25 flat out made this motherfucker sign some shit. He didn't know what he was reading but he know that that door locked. He know he can't just walk up out that bitch. So that's that for him. That's fucked up. So, I guess the, the, the lesson here is uh, don't leave here with vapes. So it seems like a very simple lesson, but that shit ain't just overrated, man. Vape, that's the real lesson. The real le- the lesson here is vapes are overrated. And they gonna put you in jail. Speaking of, oh man, speaking of, these jail videos don't stop. Um, keep telling you every day they're trying to make this shit seem fun, and I don't know if it's who's behind the, the prison system marketing, but it is working. Now they got, they letting you know they got steak and shrimp in jail after hours, steak and shrimp. And if you hear the video, the dude say, I got chocolate chip cookies too, I made. So, that they didn't show. Because that would, you use your imagination to, to ask how they came up with chocolate chip cookies in jail. But, um, he did have steak and shrimp. Now, the catch was, He was heating up with an iron. But. It was steak. So I mean. They ain't lying. And it looked like a good iron too. One of those. Where you pour the water in. Wasn't no jail iron. So I mean. It's, it's, it's going to be a tough ass steak. The shrimp. Actually, that kind of that you can probably fix shrimp on an iron. Just press the shrimp, the iron down on the on the shrimp, 
as you know, that meat ain't as, um, I don't know the culinary word I'm looking for, but I know that meat don't take as long to cook through as steak meat. So, that might work. But then on the other hand, another jail video that didn't make jail look quite as fun as previous jail videos would suggest. The dude had like a homemade sex doll. Well, you can call it a doll, but that's a stretch because it's just like a, a sex pile. There's literally a sex pile. This guy had a pile of clothes tied with a rope to mimic a waist and something that made an ass. I'm, I, I gotta guess it was a, a water balloon. But the creativity limit knows no bounds when you got 25 years and 24 hours a day with nothing but you and your imagination. And now they got TikTok. So, not only do you got to compete with 12-year-olds and high schoolers that got, you know, that go to schools that got, you know, all they doing is watching each other TikTok. Now you have to compete with jail-bound or jailed convicted ass tiktokers that got more followers than you this social media shit is tough and it's fucked up because you gotta say that's the bad that's the bad part of jail is the fact that this dude got a fuck a pile of clothes, a curvy pile of clothes. But other than that, you got TikToks, like I say, um, steak, shrimp, chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> uh, moving on from jail, the lady was sitting on the back porch. And she got attacked by a mountain lion who was, for the most part, I don't want to say mind his business because it was on the porch. But it probably was confused because it was pitch black. Because the only reason you know this lady is getting attacked is because of the uh, ring cam video from, I want to say, next door. I don't know how it's angled. How's it a camera angled on the on their back porch? Maybe it's their own camera. I don't know, but it's you could tell this infrared because you see the lady's eyes, and you know she sitting like when she go to sit on the back porch, she gotta kind of feel behind before she sit down to make sure she don't just sit on the like sit on her ass on the floor or bust her ass. So she's sitting in the dark, and there's an old lady because you come out there with a walker and I mean a cane and. One of them old school canes, too, that got the four spread out feet on the bottom of it. Like a super sturdy cane. Like, she ain't trying to look cool. She's trying to stay upright cane. So, my question is, why the fuck is she outside at that time of night? It, it, it gotta be late at night. So, why is she sitting on the fucking porch in the dark? 
and the monoline cougar shit probably just as confused as her like what this is my time and why are you out here like why you trying to pull some shit coming out here in the dark I know you can't see in the dark I can see in the dark you can't see in the dark and it gashed her ass and I want to feel bad but again you a super old lady why are you outside in the pitch blackness sitting on the back porch? And she, and I'm waiting on her to light her cigarette up. Pull out a bottle of wine or something. She just was sitting there. So, she kind of was just asking, asking to get attacked. And that sound fucked up, but she was. I don't know. You be the judge. Um, an even more confusing video starts out with three young ladies in the bathroom and look like a work bathroom because it don't look like school but then again you can't really tell because the one of the three ladies was in a wheelchair but in a wheelchair accessible bathroom stall so I don't know if they helping the lady in the wheelchair. They were they supposed to be in the stall with the lady in the wheelchair. I don't know. What I do know is at the point where the video starts, they arguing, and the girl that has two good feet walks over and assaults the girl in the wheelchair. Another girl joins. So now she's getting attacked. But I'm not laughing. Okay, I am. I'm laughing at these two girls that's jumping the girl in the wheelchair because she in a wheelchair. And not for nothing. She knew she could whoop the one girl because she had a choice to make. She's sitting around and she's like do I jump at the one on my left or the one on my right? They, they they literally side by side, equal distance. So it wasn't a choice of who closer, who can I reach. Her choice was made by who can I take down. And sure enough, she attacked the one on the left. And after they kind of break it up, she on her knees at this point. Because I don't know how she jumped out the chair. She jumped out the chair. She definitely jumped out the chair. She must have used the last little bit of regular ability of non-disability, undisability, whatever the fuck, to jump out of that wheelchair and attack this girl. And then from then on out, she on her knees. And she's still trying to hit this girl on her knees. And now, the sound, as bad as that sound, it's not necessarily a mismatch. She was hanging in there. The problem is she started getting the other girl jumping again. So now again, two times now they are they are dually attacking this girl in this wheelchair. And I don't know what's worse. The fact that they had to jump this girl in this wheelchair and still didn't like quite like win or the fact that it's two other people and three 
total. The filmer and two other people that's also filming, watching this shit. That's what made me think it's a school. But it don't have to be a school because if they full grown adults, say that's some type of center. You ain't never seen no fight like you don't know when you're gonna see another fight like this. You might be hesitant to break it up, is what I'm saying. So I'm not surprised that it was three cameras going. You gotta see the shit. It's not it's almost unreal. As far as World Star fights go, it gotta be top. It's top 10 world star fights. And world star been around for like 15 years. Some dude on Subway is... I don't know. He, he was trying to go viral to get... It turns out to get Meek Mill attention. He was stepping on Subway sandwiches and putting the meat around the toilet seat and doing just all type of shit in uniform, filming himself, putting it on TikTok to get signed as a rapper, which I get it because the baby walked around with a diaper. And now the baby is the baby. So I get the whole extreme measures to get attention, to get people to now listen to your music. Doja Cat, the cow shit, now people listen to it. So I see, I, I kind of get where you're going as far as I'm going to do some extreme shit to get attention to then now make people listen to my music. And it might work. I'm talking about it now. Who's to say somebody else don't talk about it? Who actually, you know, gets to back to Meek Mill? And he be like, you know what? Let me hear this kid rap. And this dude might be good. Or it might backfire horribly. Because unlike the baby, whose name is the baby, Doja Cat, who is, while not a cow, she is called Doja Cat. So it was like something to do with what she got going on. Unless your angle is Subway. And Jared already got this. Jared and fucked up all the Subway marketing years ago. So if Subway is your, your, you know what I'm saying, that's, I don't know, your, your stick. Ain't nobody fucking with you, Subway rapper. You can fuck that up. Okay, how good you rap? You got a Subway shirt. And it's Subway. Now, if you was a Chipotle rapper, worker, you know, Maybe even a Chick-fil-A. But don't nobody fuck with you. I don't know why I care about Subway. You don't get no extra props working at Subway. Don't nobody eat that poison. So. Good luck, man. Like I said, it might work. 
it might work. And then he be the guy who got on because he stepped on the subway food just like a bad baby. Just like so many others. So, like I say, it might work, but the buck got to stop somewhere and it might stop at subway. This got some. This is kind of like some news, new like some news, real news, news. Um, I don't usually talk about this kind of shit, but in some little town in Florida, somewhere I think it was Florida, they had their first black female firefighter, which is a big deal. Number one, there's not a lot of female firefighters. Period anywhere that shit is tough I tried to I called myself gonna be a firefighter that time I had my uncle drive me down to motherfucking Parma shout out to Uncle Shafiq drive me to Parma and I done paid I think it was $75 I paid a lot of money for this application it wasn't just no fill out no front back application McDonald's shit no there's a real process I go in this motherfucker and all I see is former linemen former defensive backs former power forwards I said man you gonna get my five three hundred twenty pound ass up out of this motherfucker thinking I'm about to carry some a motherfucker up and down a ladder or some shit man so hey Shout out to any woman firefighter. But now, you got the black and a first. You know, you know. That's why they say you don't necessarily want to be the first. But here we go. She got, she the first. And they going to dedicate a mural to her fire department unit. Cool. So they turn her into a white dude. And now, she's suing. Which, I know that's fucked up. That they did that like that and they not recognizing her and they ignoring her accomplishments a big deal and all that but at the end of the day if she gonna get sued then and I, I don't wanna say it was worth it because it I mean but if they would've just painted the picture the way it was supposed to be it might not even made the news. It might have just been a picture on the wall in a little town in Florida. But because of racism, I think she's getting like a half a million. So, I guess the silver lining in this story is racism pays. Now, it didn't. It didn't always. But it do now. So if you can find you a male, male non-white melmos and, and looking for some, some debt relief. Hey man. You might get find yourself on the wrong side of the town. And if you survive, you might get paid. I don't I know that's a long way to come from a mural, but it's not that it's not that long if you think about it. It's, sense anyway that's anyway whatever let's let's go back to some my our kind of news 
Um, I had heard this and then I didn't think it was a thing, but it was. Um, lady suing Geico for catching an STD in the back of a car that she was fucking in. Because the dude had Geico. Now, I'm sure other insurance companies are rereading contracts and, you know, doubling back to make sure that this don't happen again, but I guess they got a gloss. I guess there's a hole somewhere. They found a a loophole somewhere. And if that's the case, that's a, they gonna open up a fucking floodgate of lawsuits because if you can get paid because it was some shit that happened inside of a insured car that you don't even own and I done dropped motherfucking motherfucking burn I put burn holes in polo shirts smoking in other people's car I'm sure I can get I ain't trying to get no millions and no thousands or nothing like that but they can reimburse me for that $65 ass shirt $65 for a two button Polo, that was a lot of money in '97. I mean '99. That's all I'm saying. But then again, who's to say motherfucking had insurance? Who's car I was in? So never mind. Thought I had a quick money scheme, but no. Um. Oh, oh, that old dude that they made movies about. Um documentaries about that they think was killing motherfuckers and he finally confessed to killing a motherfucker like kind of at the end of it he finally go- that that documentary was like 2018 or something like that and he was super old then well he finally going to jail and I of course they gave him life but when you that old man that's like an easy way out so they gotta be a better punishment for an old murderer like other than I mean jail is bad but at at that age I don't know make this motherfucker carry some shit or something Um, that's it just make this motherfucker constantly carry shit up and down the stairs he can't just be in jail sitting around. That ain't fair, man. That's what he was doing in the first place. Because he old. He was just sitting around. So, nah, make this motherfucker do something. It don't even got to be nothing heavy. It's, a, it's, it's a, the stair that's going to be the fucking hell. Durst, that's his name. Robert Durst? I don't know. That guy. You know what I'm talking about. Saw another video. Um, I want to say classic, and that's sad, but it is. It's classic. You see it all the time. Bungee cord, bungee jumper, concrete. What happened? Surprise, surprise, surprise. The bungee cord was too long. But. Even if the bungee cord wasn't, the fact that you're doing it from a bridge to concrete, 
lets you lets me know that you really didn't care about dying in the first place. The key to bungee jumping is doing it over some water in case the rope is too long. But when you do it over cement, that's just, you know, suicide with a motherfucking you plugged up into a suicide. It's hard to feel bad. It's hard to feel bad for bungee cord deaths. It's hard to feel bad for old ladies that get attacked in the middle of the night sitting on a pitch black ass back porch. Just some shit shouldn't happen that you could easily avoid. And although tragic, not too sympathetic. I know that's fucked up. Moving on. They come out with a law that out here in California specifically. Who knows? Maybe it wasn't a problem nowhere else. But you can't stealth a girl. Which is a slang I never ever ever heard until they made a law. But if you're unfamiliar, Mel Moses, if you stealth somebody that's when you take the condom off mid-intercourse, mid-stroke, without them knowing. Which is very possible because if they got they, you know, if the girl got her head back, eyes closed or some shit, you can act like you positioning yourself or some shit and take the my question is why though you wore you wore the condom for a reason what do you think the condom was just like an icebreaker like I'm just gonna put the condom on and then you know take it off in the middle on purpose that's that's literally not literally I hate that word I'm just gonna take it off that's what is that that's, what is that equivalent to they call you say you're gonna take the motherfucker off in the middle on purpose and it's I don't know. They call the motherfucker a raincoat. So let's just use the rain analogy. Which you got used to the rain. Oh, the rain ain't that cold. It ain't that. The rain ain't as wet as I thought. I can take my jacket off now. And just still stand here. So. I don't know. It's, it's too, okay. It's a reason you would want to take it off. But I don't understand why you would sneak and take it off. So let me let me differentiate between the two acts. That's what, because I I'm sounding crazy if I'm saying why would you want to take it off? Because that's I get why would you want to take it off, but you don't do it without asking. Can you take it off? That's the that's where you got people fucked up. Because a lot of times. That's the only reason you got the pussy in the first place. Is because you had a condom. 
So, technically, if you take it off, that's a whole nother situation that she didn't approve to. So, that's like, okay, I see what they doing there. Alright, alright. But for, for, for everybody else who is consensually taking that shit off, hey, your pullout game better be good. And your tr- hell, your trust game, your people judgment game. But, all right, moving on. Um, I saw a video. This is probably related to sex somehow. I'm sure it is. Definitely is. Now that I think about it. Some dude destroyed his ex girlfriend's apartment after she broke up with him. When I say destroyed, I mean, I never seen nothing like it. This dude tore the oven door off the oven. He obviously bleached our clothes. Um, he took he the kitchen. The kitchen was probably the most destroyed part of, or maybe the bathroom he broke all the windows out the apartment or yeah, it looked like it was an apartment he broke anything that was glass anything that was glass tables, windows, mirrors anything that can shatter plates, cups, anything he broke all of that shit he poured syrup on the walls as well as mustard um just a whole just anything you could think of that somebody would do to destroy some shit from the inside just think about that and that's like she couldn't walk around she couldn't like just walk around there was so much shit on the floor from Anything that wasn't supposed to be on the floor was now on the floor. But as fucked up as that was, watching it, the only thing I got out of that was this is a hell of a ad, hell of a promo for renters insurance. If you, if you was teetering on the thought, if you was on the fence. If you start looking at links and looking at how much it costs and you just hadn't went ahead and hit send yet and sent that payment, this is the video for you. Wow. Like I said, it's all sex. It's all sex. It's only, only, only good pussy. The greatest pussy that you ain't never gonna have again and you ain't had too many you must you had to be on your third maybe fourth pussy for you to go this kind of crazy because she broke up with you but hey man he did it um and lastly this is my favorite thing that I saw some shit called a testicle bath birth control method for men and of course I misread it because I'm high 
But let's just go with what my initial thought was. I'm thinking, you dip your nut. I know I work just from what the title to the name of the product that I work so I'm dipping my balls into a little tiny bath to kill the sperm. How? That's going to. It's going to. Somehow, something about that is going to make. Where my dick ain't gonna be able to stay hard with my balls in a little bowl of water. And then the visual from that, any girl that was thinking about getting some pussy, she ain't now. But then, of course, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. You got to do the shit first, in between the months, and it's like the shit. And I don't know. Then it works somehow, some type of science where it ain't just you would think like I could just take a regular tub, take take a regular bath. No, you gotta take the special ball bath and the, and the, and the little little nut thing, and then then after a few ball baths, then I guess it lower your sperm count, and then you don't need no condom or whatever. But I wouldn't trust it. I don't care how many ball baths I'm taking. I'm still gonna pull out. I ain't wear no condom. That's crazy. But I'm still going to pull out. Post-ball bath. Because I can just take a shower and pull out. This week on that time, well, I'm just gonna tell you about the time. This one is nothing I did directly, but I was kind of there for it, and I didn't do nothing to stop it. Uh, that time I let my cousin buy a balling out of control Scully from Randall Park Mall, and not only did he buy this balling out of control Scully. 
quick 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 history. Balling popular popularized by the rapper Tupac, man. You got a lot of money. A whole lot of money. That's the main major the first definition. You know, you know what you know all these other balling can also mean so many more things, but primarily got a lot of money and of course out of control speaks for itself you got so much money that you are out of control you don't know what to do next with all this money problem is he didn't just buy this ball and out of control scully he paid extra money to get b.o.c customly embroidered on a scully and the problem with that balling out of control is when you're riding in your mama's station wagon, paying for shit with singles, and generally not having money in the bank or even a bank account. So he's balling out of control, at least until, you know. We got back to the hood. And the reason I say I'm implicit in this because I knew that he was going to get clown for this. And I had a chance to warn him to say, hey, man, don't buy that. Don't do that. Don't put those letterings on that hat, those felt letters on that hat. Please don't do that. But he did. And soon after that, we went back to the hood. And he wasn't balling out of control. It became the bitch off of the clear. You fill in the blanks where they didn't, but you, but you, you get the gist. And uh, I take a lot of blame for that, man. I shouldn't let him do that. That wasn't the only thing. I got a feeling we got another story next week, but this time, I'll tell you about that time I let him buy that B O C ball out of control hat. This a bitch. Off the clear. This week on Puddle Tracks, I think we got beef. Like, 
COVID shit look like it's here to stay. What? So it's common. y'all man i just want to take this time before we wrap up the podcast to say thank you for listening this far uh and this long and fuck with me and if you're a new melmo welcome to the show um tell somebody to tell somebody else why you fucking with it um uh everybody else um i'm glad you're still here and uh we're gonna keep doing this and i just want to shout out everybody that liked the post share the motherfucking post retweet the post uh, comment under the Instagrams Tell somebody to look at this shit All that man I appreciate all the views From all the platforms From all the outlets So uh Mel Moses keep this going Magic Moment Extended Edition Love y'all This episode went a little longer than I thought, but I appreciate y'all for bearing with me, fucking with me, telling people to fuck with me, listening to it, telling other people that you heard it, and all that kind of shit, man. Um, But before we get out of here, you know it's just one more thing. Earlier, I was talking about um, how somebody took my spoon from work. And I start going into detail how my mouth is used to that spoon and got to give my mouth new. All that shit I was saying, right, about mouths and spoons and, and shit in my mouth. Just so people could be like, oh, uh, no, nah, pause, pause. And that shit is so fucking 1999, 03 ass, 05 ass shit. That shit, I mean, number one, I never said, I never... Nobody in my circle would tell you they heard me say that. Nobody. Not a single, not a people I grew up with, not people I've met since I started doing comedy. Nobody has ever heard me say that unless I was referring to a basketball game or or something we was watching on TV, like a, watching a basketball game. Pause that. Playing a song. Pause that. Let me say something. Uh, editing. Pause that. Let me clip it. But never ever pause because somebody said something perceived to be quote unquote gay. Because listen, man, if whatever I say make you think about sucking a dick, that's on you, man. 
I'm just saying words because it makes sense or I'm making an analogy or I'm actually saying a word that is the proper word I should say in this particular instance. That's all. I just wanted to get that out. Just maybe people will slow down on that corny ass shit. Pause. Dame Dash and all these Charlemagne all I hear the pause, man. That shit corny as fuck. Anyway, do whatever you want to do, man. That kind of contradict what I was going to say after that, which is don't take none of this shit personal. Um, you know, all this shit that people say to you, and you never know what a motherfucker going through. This shit is crazy. Um, do unto others, man. Just treat people how you want to be treated, and it'll just really make. I'm telling you, if you ain't did it yet, do it now. Start doing it right now to make the rest of your day go better. Then we wake up in the morning and you think about that shit and then it make that whole day go better and then you'll get used to doing it. Um, if if you think shit is going out of hand and you don't know what the fuck is going on and seem like your head is spinning on your shoulders, serenity prayer. Take time to recite the serenity prayer as you saying it. It's one of the things that work. As you saying it, <clears throat> you will realize that you're being serene. Whatever. That shit dope. Um, always, 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 this is starting to be almost as important, if not the most important thing. Count your blessings that, you know, the shit that you have. You worry about what you ain't got or what you used to have or something like that, then... That you in for a rude motherfucking awakening. It's going to be a long day, a long week for your ass if that's what you want. So please just count your blessings. Be glad you got the shit that you have. And last but not least, so we can get out of here. Smoke, weed, fuck this shit. Stay high, man. That's all we really need to do to get by, like Tali Wali said, and Nas, and a whole bunch of other people. So. With that, man, that's we're gonna wrap this shit up, man. It is well into Tuesday morning, and I'm still talking shit to y'all. But uh, until next week, be safe, be careful, go Browns. We out.